An isolated person can create only a small amount of wealth. Suppose four people inhabit a desert island rather than one, each specializing in producing a particular kind of good. One produces food, one produces tools, one produces clothing, and one produces shelter. This is the division of labor. If each person specializes in one area, the total quantity of goods produced will be higher than if each person produces everything for himself. The division of labor increases the productivity of labor by allowing the individual to increase his speed, develop his skills, and utilize his natural talents. The more knowledge he gains about making a particular good, the more likely he is to invent better, more efficient methods of producing it. A person who specializes in producing a particular good keeps the amount he needs for himself. He can then trade the surplus that he doesn't need for other goods he does need. He trades because it's in his self-interest. He expects to gain from it. He values the good he gains more than he values the good he gives up. For example, Jean trades an orange to Carl for an apple. Why? because Jean values the apple more than he values the orange, and Carl values the orange more than he values the apple. Trade benefits both parties. It's not a zero-sum game. The notion that one man's gain is another's loss applies only to theft or fraud, not to trade. Before you can trade, you must first produce something. The goods you supply for others create your ability to demand goods from others. This is called Say's Law, the idea that supply creates demand, or supply of X constitutes demand for Y. If Gene could not supply an orange, he would have no means of demanding Carl's apple. Your ability to demand other people's goods rests on your ability to supply goods that you can offer in exchange. Say's law applies only to goods that people want to buy. Supplying goods nobody wants won't create demand. Say's law demonstrates that production, not consumption, is primary. Nothing can be traded or consumed without first being produced. Increased consumption is the effect of increased production, not the cause. Say's law also demonstrates that in a division of labor economy, Producers benefit from other producers. The more goods you produce, the more goods you can buy from others. The more goods others produce, the more goods they can buy from you. A corollary of the division of labor is the principle of comparative advantage. According to this principle, if each person specializes in a task or profession in which he's relatively more productive, output will increase even without improving his skills or speed. Consider an illustration. Suppose Isabel can produce one shirt per hour and two hats per hour, and Rose can produce one shirt in two hours and one hat in four hours. Isabel can produce both goods in less time than Rose can, but this doesn't mean she is better off producing all her own goods and not trading with Rose. Isabel has a comparative advantage producing hats, whereas Rose has a comparative advantage producing shirts. Let's see what happens when Rose stops producing hats and specializes in producing only shirts, while Isabel devotes more of her time to producing hats, but still produces shirts.
Then they trade with each other. Isabel and Rose each work eight hours per day. Without specialization, they each spend four hours on shirts and four hours on hats. Isabel produces four shirts in four hours and eight hats in four hours. Rose produces two shirts in four hours and one hat in four hours. With specialization, Isabel now produces three shirts in three hours and ten hats in five hours. Rose produces four shirts in eight hours and no hats. The rate of productivity remains the same for the goods each person produces. Isabel still produces one shirt per hour and two hats per hour, whereas Rose still produces one shirt in two hours. Between them, however, output has increased with the same labor hours expended.